Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Speech, the entertainment podcast that also follows the rule of three. It's two friends, three topics, and unlimited pop culture. I'm your host, Jamie. And I'm your host, Alin. And on today's episode, we will be talking about the Netflix animal-human hybrid apocalyptic future show Sweet Tooth, Marvel's latest outing with alligators and horns, Loki, and something that could probably be technically qualified as a video game, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Oh, I will. So <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Ellen? I'm good. Uh, happy Shark Week to you. I forgot it's Shark Week. Is it? All I heard about was uh, how some guy from that show, Jackass, got his hand bitten. Can I say yeah. that? It's the name of a show. It's the I'm... name of a show, so I feel yeah. like you can say it. Um, yeah. Well, sorry, parents, but yeah, blame the show. But yeah, he 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 did some kind of stunt about wakeboarding over sharks and got bitten, and it was to the surprise of no one is what my assumption is. I'm I'm imagining that any of those people that participate or have participated in Jackass, they must have broken multiple bones multiple times. Yeah, that's I, the premise. That's the premise of the show. Yeah, it's like how bad can we injure ourselves without technically dying? It that's and that they've been doing it for oh what like twenty years now at this way point? too long. <laughs> way too long. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know, because I didn't, because I'm probably using like 2% of my streaming capacity, that you can watch all the Shark Week stuff through Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they uh, own uh, they own everything. Yeah, they own. I mean, basically, they own everything. But I didn't realize it till I went to watch a little movie called Black Widow and saw Chris Hemsworth holding a shark. And I was like, wait a second. Wait, you saw Crim's? Chris Hemsworth holding a shark. This yeah, it it, it was uh, like a preview. Like it I'm was suddenly like, much more excited about shark. Yes, week. Chris, Chris Hemsworth is in the Shark Week stuff. He mm. does it, which it must be like a shark to him must be like you know a crab to us, like because like just he, normal, just normal. He's probably mm. like ridden sharks. I mean, he's from Australia. They have like what nine of the ten most dangerous animals in the world. I thought that was just like snakes and spiders. It could, is, it just, just, is it everything? Well, I, I'm just going to say everything. Yeah. They have koalas running around. Oh, yeah. The chlamydia is bad, man. Yeah. it's a, it's a So, I mean, it's like if you go to Australia, just don't touch anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you'll be fine. But, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, Thor himself. Happy Shark Week. I know. That's why I was like, oh. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, let's jump into, uh, speaking of hot men, let's jump into our little three um, <laughs> and talk about something wonderful, Henry Cavill. Um, so there was a, uh, there was a Witcher con that happened and right. it was hosted by Netflix and they, they kind of wanted to do a whole bunch of Witcher stuff. And uh, we got a little bit of, of, we got some various assorted things out of Witcher con. We got uh, some knowledge that the Witcher 3 video game is going to get some free downloadable content based on the television shows, which is kind of oh. cool. Yeah, because that's like an older game. So they're releasing new content for something that's got to be like 10 years old at this point or more. Well, I was going to um, ask you, did you ever play the the Witcher? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, all of them. Um, and the three is the, is the best one. And you can, good news is you can play the Witcher three without having played the other two. And I would recommend it at this point. Cause it's, it's really good and it's very long and it's very epic and it's, 
It's like, um, Alin, did you ever play like uh, maybe like a Skyrim kind of thing? Mm-mm. No. It's no. like a big open world. Maybe like a better version of uh, Zelda. Okay. Like that, that kind of thing. Yeah, you have to bring it back to like regular Nintendo. The, yeah, I know. I know. You know, for me, the NES. Yeah, like a Breath yeah. of the Wild, but okay. sexier. Okay. <laughs> and All with right. more monsters. <laughs> Because there's books, like, I am I feel like I'm... Like, I read emerging. a couple of the books. Um, okay, were they good? So, they are, but they're also translated, so there's some stuff that I find distracting, mm. you know, because of the translation issues. Um, and then I, I did find the very, very first book is actually just a collection of short stories that loosely fit together. And then the second book is, like, a, a big standalone novel. I actually enjoyed the collection of short stories better than the stand than the standalone novel that I read. And I don't know if it was just because you were sort of hopping from thing to thing to thing and it, and it came across as more exciting or if maybe there was just a lot more exposition in the novel that, you know, kind of felt sloggy. But I definitely enjoyed the first book. And and I think it's doable because, like I said, it's basically just a bunch of stories and um, they they fit together loosely, and you'll recognize some of them from the first season of The Witcher. So. Oh, okay. No, I'm just wondering because whenever I go to take out a book uh, electronically at the library, they're normally available. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. No, I I think the first one would be kind of fun for you. You could at least give it a try. And uh, if you're not sure which one it is, I could get you the name. Well, okay. we got. Yeah, we get some barking going on. I mean, they're just going stir crazy because of the rain. The rain. It's uh, even like my flowers are like, all right, enough. You've watered us for like the entire summer. Um, So there's a lot of pent up energy that I'm sure they're taking out on my neighbors who just happen to be driving and parking their car. So, yeah. How dare they? We need that rain over here. We're dying. Oh, man, I would send you some. Because yeah, I it's it. I think it's been raining. Oh, I know, like basically July Fourth was a washout. This weekend was a washout. <laughs> like I think Thursday it's supposed to get decent here. But uh, I think our weather forecast is like dry for the next nine and a half years. Like, I think that's kind <laughs> of <laughs> that's what it says. Um, but, but we didn't actually talk about the thing. I know. So I know I got all, I threw you, you know, off the path because I these are things I was thinking and was going to ask you. And I said, Hey, what a better time than right now. No, no better time. Um, but yeah, the trailer, uh, for season two of the Witcher is out. And I will say that my literal first response after watching it was, uh, Netflix is trying harder. That was how Mm -hmm. it looked. Um, the wig, I mean the that, wigs look better. Yeah, I mean that in a good way. Like it looked, it looked like they had pumped additional money into it in some way, shape, or form. And I'm not really sure how or where or when. Maybe it's the wigs. <laughs> Maybe Game of Thrones had a yard sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but something's looking good, and it looks um, I would say more serious, less campy. If that's, you know, I can see that. And there was something different about the. The cinematography as well. Yeah. There was just I don't know, you know. Be, I haven't read enough about it. Like maybe the showrunner stepped down and handed it to another producer or something like that. So they sometimes do that. Um, but it looked different, and I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's taking place in a snow-covered tundra. But it. it Karen looked, Morin. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the name of it. It Car- looked good. Carmoran is the place where witchers are made and trained. Oh. So it's, it's a keep. It's like a castle. So when you see in the trailer, it looks like Geralt is taking Ciri to Carmoran to train, which did happen in the books and in the games. Okay. And um, she doesn't. 100% go through what normal witchers would go through because it's it's harrowing. But mm. she goes through the like combat training to try and be a witcher a little bit. Um, she eventually kind of is a witcher in her own right. Uh, but she's got other problems, which I won't get into. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but the a, it's show a big might. deal. Yeah, yeah it's a it big, is a deal. big deal. It, it's coming out. Um, you have to wait. Yeah. Is it December? December 19th. I mean, you know, what else am I going to be doing when it's freezing out? But I was kind of hoping it was going to come out a little earlier because that would be about a year and a half, I think. That's a long wait. Yeah. I mean, that's COVID. I mean, I bet you we would have had it six months ago if it it weren't for that. Maybe more. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But it looked good. Yeah. Be interesting to see what else comes out of it. Mm -hmm. Um. Very, very excited at the end to see Yennefer. Oh, so, yeah, I love you. She's the best. She was awesome. And I'm hoping, um, that what's his name? The busker comes back. Um, dandelion. He's called Dandelion in the books. In the oh, games, okay. But, I was like, uh, he's Dandelion. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a nickname that I'm just more used to calling him that. So Yaskier, maybe something like yes, that? Yes, you're correct. I just looked it up. Yeah. So I've so, heard that he's got another song. So Ooh, okay, because you know the, the that song, it's like an Pause earworm. To your <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were singing that for like six weeks straight. Oh yeah, it sticks in there. You're just like humming it, and you're like, ah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Not a bad song to get caught in your head. No, no. Let's do another one. I'm down. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. Uh, next up on our list is sort of like a prequel to something we will be talking about next week. Uh, But we wanted to bring it up because I think that this is notable for a number of reasons. But Black Widow came out and made a boat ton of money Mm -hmm. um, by any standard, but by especially pandemic standards. And we're going to break this up into two types of money that Black Widow made. Alin, do you want to talk about the box office take? So, yeah, it's showing for so this is just for the United States. I read globally that it took in 200 million. Um, but just for the United States, it broke, you know, the box office records, pandemic box office records, obviously, $87 million. Mm-hmm. So it not only shows that people are ready to go back to the movies, but if you put the right thing in theaters, they will go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said, and according to the reports, it made $39.5 million just on Friday alone. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at um, Facebook the other day, and on Thursday night, a lot of people were at the movies. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot about that, that there used to be movies, the premiere Midnight. on yeah, yeah, on Thursdays that you could go to because everything else has just been been knocked out of my brain. But, Jamie, you wanted to point out another thing about about this yeah and the fact that i wanted to point out was that you are absolutely right that it made was it what 87 was 87 87 million domestic theater you know box office take but an additional 
60 million from Disney mm-hmm. Plus alone. And I think this is a really interesting thing to point out because first of all, 60 million is really not that far behind your 87 million. You know, it's, it's more than some movies make all all together, never mind just in one weekend. <laughs> right. And I think that this really proves a couple of different things. First of all, it proves that there's a sizable number of people who are probably not ready to go back to a theater or who are more content or better off watching movies at home. Like if given the choice to go to a theater or watch a new release at home, there is a sizable $60 million chunk of people who are willing to do that home box office thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like we should be fighting anymore over should this thing get released in theaters or should it be released on streaming? Because there seems to be room for both. If you provide the right content, you can have the people who are going to go to the theater go and you can have the people who just want to sit at home because they've got tiny children and they don't want to drag them to the theater or maybe they're not feeling well or maybe they're not, you know, ready to get back into a theater with some potentially coughing people. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got this whole group of people who are willing to spend the money to stay home and watch stuff. And I think that's an important thing, like, that this has proven that you can have success releasing a big budget movie through streaming and theater simultaneously. And that giving people the choice doesn't mean they're going to choose like, you know, that everybody's going to choose theater and the streaming is going to fail or everyone's going to choose streaming and the theater is going to fail. There's success to be had in both places. And the thing that I like, because this was the first time uh, purchasing the quote unquote premiere access from Disney is that it's it's mine forever. As long as yeah. I have Disney Plus, yeah. I can continue to watch it, which I didn't know if it was going to be a rental because on Amazon Prime, if you rent something, you have it for 48 hours and then it's gone. Right. So I was excited by the fact that I can go and watch Black Widow again mm-hmm. and just kind of you know, continue to watch it and pick up on, on different things and not, I, I will say that when, and if I feel comfortable going back to a movie theater, I would like to see this on the big screen. Um, because all, there are certain movies that are made for the big screen. And I think most Marvel movies are shot with that cinematic lens that Mm -hmm. they want you to be, you know, all of these cool action sequences and different types of shots that they do are meant to be seen on a giant screen. So I would like to see it in the theaters. I'm not comfortable going back now. At some point, I hope there's a, a re-release of it where you can see it. Um, but we're, we'll get more into that when when we review it. But I think allowing films to be released in the theaters as well as simultaneously on streaming services is really going to help smaller films as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I live in a place where we're not necessarily going to get the smaller independent films unless they get nominated for, for Oscars. Um, So it would be nice to be able, even if they do it at a, I mean, obviously $30 for Black Widow, 
if you're going to watch it or if you're going to have multiple people watch it, you already get your money's worth for that. But even if you charge like $15 for a rental, like an independent film. Right. Rental, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I would watch it uh, instead of having because you save money on driving to the theater. That's probably about 30 minutes away. And those ridiculous snack costs. Exactly. So I, I'm hoping that more, um, you know, more movies are released on streaming and yeah. we continue this trend as we emerge uh, allegedly from the pandemic. Yeah, when you think about it, your best bet for something like that is either A, you know, one of the bigger giants picks it up. Like sometimes Netflix will pick up stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's rare. And then B, Redbox. But that doesn't always have everything either. So, you know, it's true that there's stuff that falls through the cracks um, pretty routinely that I think a lot of people would watch um, or, or like to see and would pay not necessarily a Black Widow premium, but something to have right. That, that right. And, you know, for example, because I've seen them all, uh, I think The Purge 5 is out in theaters. Are but there really five of those? Yes. Wow. Yes, there are. Did we need five of those? Do we um, need to purge five times? It's a little scary because you're like, oh, I could totally see this happening now. it becomes like to that point it's like i think there's a portion of america that would agree with this but there's it's like the handmaid's tale of exactly it's like you get that little tingle where it's like this could happen um Mm -hmm. i could see this okay Uh, so are these quality movies no No. uh i'm not going to the theater to see it now if if for whatever reason the distributors chose not to put it on a streaming service. If it was on a streaming service, I would totally watch it. But I will wait now until it comes onto a streaming service or it comes to Redbox and rent it for like anywhere from what, two to five dollars. Right. Depending on where you get it. And if they had charged like 15, I probably would have said to my brother-in-law, who I've seen all of these with, hey, come over, I'll buy it. <laughs> like, Yeah. But yeah, 10 to 15 bucks, I probably would be on board with stuff like that, too. Exactly. But so I guess these are all the new things that, you know, you're they're going to have to think of as they release these movies. And I think it's a a big mistake for movies like The Purge not to be released. On streaming service, Uh, the Fast and the Furious is another one. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but I'm sure there's a lot of people who would watch that. But for the fact that it's only in theaters. Do so. you think because this my thought is to like part of what bothers me is I don't want to feel forced into doing anything. Right. And part of like th- there's almost this part of my brain that's like if you're not going to release this on a streaming service right now to heck with you. I'm not going to the theater to see your crud mm-hmm. like, you know, work with me here, people. And, and, and I never felt like that, you know, pre pandemic, I was always like, well, this is the way it is. You got to go to the theater. And now I'm almost like I'm getting very demandy. Um, but I don't consider that a fault of my own. I feel like I was being manipulated and now I kind of have these options available to me and I'm going to resist you taking those options away from me. So I don't know. I kind of agree with you. Like I'm the type of person 
call me stubborn if you will, that's going to not see a movie until it's two bucks on Redbox simply to boycott the fact that you were trying to force me back into the theater when I wasn't ready, you know? Right. And if anything, if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's patience. Yeah. Like, so I can wait. I can wait the three or four months. Oh, that so it can takes I. Easily. That it, yeah. It, it's Try like, me, movie theater. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, I really want to see A Quiet Place too. Yep. Still haven't. Still, I have not gone to the movie theaters to see it. I will wait till it's available on streaming. I mm-hmm. believe that it will be hitting the Paramount Plus streaming service soon. So I don't have, (laughs) I don't have it, but I might game the system and like get that free week or whatever. (laughs) And then I'll give you this stuff so we can watch it. But I mean, that's at at this point, I'm good waiting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. And the, not to knock movie theaters, but they don't really do a great job cleaning in between. No, (laughs) no. Usually some teenager with a broom. Um, So I'm I'm like, I'm good not sitting against a, it's like going on an airplane. It's like, I'm good not sitting somewhere where I have to be all scrunched up and not touch something for yeah. two hours. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I so. mean, is the comfort level alone worth it, you know? And mm. I, w- I would like to say, when we're not going to go through the whole Black Widow, but it was nice to fast forward to the post-credit scene and not have to sit there <laughs> like the credits, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's like, I don't have to sit here and watch this. Yep. So. Too funny. <laughs> did you well, fast forward? Did you fast forward? Through the I movie? didn't, but oh. I actually took that time to go pee. I was like, well, okay. it's going to be a few minutes here, so. Okay. So yeah. you did do something. You didn't just sit there like you used to have to in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, our last little three for today. These are big little threes. Um is Manifest. And now this one's all you, Alin. You want to tell us about Manifest? Yes. So Manifest was on NBC for three years mm-hmm. and has recently, within the past month or so, hit Netflix. Now, once it hit Netflix, NBC canceled the show. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about spite. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so they canceled the show and... The show ended on a cliffhanger. The thing is, the season normally ends on a cliffhanger, I've learned. So it's not as though it was a ploy to try to get renewed. See, I have a big problem with that, but that's a story for another time. But keep going. So the first season ended on a cliffhanger. Second season ended on a cliffhanger. Third season ended on a cliffhanger. And then it was canceled. Yeah. So... (laughs) So the second, the first and second season are available on Netflix. The third season is available on Hulu because why not add to all of the different confusion? That's so awful and confusing and horrible. Well, and then eventually they're all of the seasons are going to revert to Peacock. Oh, geez, really? So you won't even get the third season on Netflix before that happens? You might not, you should get it. So I was reading that Netflix, according to the timetable of when Netflix gets NBC shows, it would be about a year from around now. So like Netflix has certain deals with certain networks, like 
with the CW and ABC, it's usually a week after the finale. Right. But except I don't have the last season of Winona Earp yet. <laughs> it's coming. It's okay. coming. I know it's coming this month. Okay. Okay. So okay. it it will hit. I remember seeing that it was going to come. Um, but Netflix, of course, passed on doing a manifest, picking up manifest for a last season, like it has done with so many other shows. They had success with this. I mean, look at Lucifer. They've had great success with this. You know, I don't understand why they don't do it more. Right. And, you know, the, the person who created the show was like, I plan this to be six seasons. I can do it for you. I will wrap it up if you give us one more season. And Netflix was like, no, no, thank you. But that was before Manifest has been or had been. I looked today. It's been bumped to number two. Um, It had been number one for about a month on Netflix in the top ten. And I don't remember anything being number one for that long on Netflix. It's so true. So, and it hasn't even, from what I've read, it hasn't even been released on, like, Netflix UK and Netflix Australia. So... There's a whole big movement online to try to get either Netflix or Hulu, which has the the third season, to pick it up and let the creator, whose name is Jeff Rake, finish it up the way he wants to. And Jeff Rake has gone to anyone who will listen and said it may take weeks, it may take months, it may take a year, but I am going to – ooh, I just hit my microphone. I apologize (laughs) – I apologize to anyone (laughs) listening. Sorry, I talk with my hands. Um, But he has said that he is going to get this done. He will have some sort of closure. Well, it's good that he's committed to it. I mean, you know, I was talking to, to people who have watched it all along because I'm the person who picked it up when it was on Netflix, found out it was canceled. Super bummed. But... Everyone really, really likes the show. And it was one of those shows that are, I think, like about 13 episodes. So it wasn't even a full season that they have for some shows, which can be like 21, 22 shows. Mm -hmm. So it was like one of those mid-season shows. It would come on in January. It would run through May, all new Mm -hmm. episodes. People loved it. I think you would really like it if you give it a chance. Yeah, I'm going Um, to. I've definitely added it. It's on my list of things to do for sure. So, and hopefully by the time you finish and watch it, there'll be some sort of deal. Yeah, that's the thing is I'm kind of like, I think I might be sort of unconsciously stalling a little bit, waiting to see if anything's going to happen because I'm, I've been, I've been burned a lot recently. Mm -hmm. Like we've been burned with Jupiter's legacy. We're, we're sitting on pins and needles here with Sweet Tooth. Um, So I should look that up again today to see if there's any news yet. (laughs) But my sister said to me, uh, she was like, oh, Lovecraft Country was canceled. I'm like, I know Jamie and I are no longer endorsing any television shows because we don't want them to be canceled. I feel like we're getting spited at this point. And it's not like we're saying bad things about these shows. We gave Lovecraft uh, Country. Is it country or county? It's country, right? We gave that like a glowing endorsement. I I was everybody to watch that. 
I remember when you got HBO Max, you were like, what is a show that I would like? And that was one of the shows that I gave you to watch. I was like, you'll really, really like it. And then you were like, call me when you get to the thing. And I was like, huh? And then I got to the thing and I knew exactly what it was. (laughs) I just love it. Like I can communicate with you via that shorthand, like to just be like, you'll know. You're going to know. But yeah, so we're not endorsing anything. Um, I, you know, so I don't care if Manifest gets picked up, but I really do. I, know, I really right? want it to. Yeah. I mean, the, the showrunners committed to getting it done and fingers crossed that. I mean, the, what's Hulu got going on? Nothing. They nothing. got nothing for nobody. Let's They let's get nothing happen. going on. And. Mm-hmm. I'm really putting my faith in Netflix because and I'm putting the my faith in whatever the manifest, uh, you know, fan club calls itself and hoping that Netflix pulls kind of a sense eight with mm-hmm. it and that there's a movie like mm-hmm. a quick two hour movie that can wrap everything up because there's a lot of mythology with manifest. The mythology makes sense. Um it's complicated. It's it's like complicated light. Okay. So it's not something that is lost level. Like what is this? How is I like this? complicated. Yeah, and they spell it out for you. See dark. If you want, com- <laughs> I just might like I'm in the second season of dark, and my brain, I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, and that's that person's mother, and then, but the, okay, that's the younger person, the younger. Oh, it's, and I'm always my question that I'm always asking is, is this incest? Um, um um well there's some ancestral stuff yes there is however at the time the person didn't know and then they figured it out and then they were actually really mean to the person yes. who they were ancestral with in order to like get them away from you know what i mean like to, so yeah. it, no, it's true there's like you know not yeah, intentional yeah. incest but yeah 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 the town is so small it gets really bad when two different variations of the same person are in the same room together that's oh. what that's what breaks my brain. <laughs> it, it, well, because the whole thing is and I'm thinking of the back to the future is that you can't see your version. The car, two versions cannot exist in the same plane. Nope. If they see each other. Nope. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> So that's like the that's it's like wait a second back to the yeah. future they couldn't see each other and when the two Jennifer saw each other they both passed out. Yep. Like, nope. Dark really just stomps all over that one. But anyway. Yeah. And I do have to like resort to. I mean, there are people who have created the the family trees online. Yeah, those are great. So I'm 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 slowly slowly learning, but the mythology of of manifest is like sesame street compared to (laughs) (laughs) like dark which is like a phd in warm holes but yeah i I would definitely give it a watch hoping yeah hoping that they really come through someone will come through if not like a kickstarter just something to end this um because it deserves it deserves it's it's um it's last season yeah fair enough all right well we had some big little threes today maybe our big threes will be littler today i don't know but i don't uh, know yeah yeah let's move on to sweet tooth we already talked about it a little bit um but sweet tooth is a netflix show it was was it eight episodes it wasn't that long yeah it was it was eight episodes and Mm -hmm. they were 
they were no frills eight episodes. There yeah. was no there was no fat to trim from Yeah, no, this one went eight. real real fast. It's based on a comic, a graphic novel. It might be a series of comics actually. And um the first thing to to realize is that this is a post-apocalyptic show. It is it is based around a virus, so there's some minor trigger warnings here because mm-hmm. I will say the first episode of Sweet Tooth was actually the hardest one to watch. Yes. Where the virus, you know, kicks up and you see this sort of society fall apart. Um, and, and, and there's a lot of characters in this show that wear masks like everywhere. And it was, it was almost a little bit jarring because a lot of other entertainment has made such a point to, to not wear masks, even if it meant, you know, um, constant testing and little film bubbles and everything else. Like this one kind of almost was probably able to do some of its filming mid pandemic because they are in a pandemic in the show and they act like it with protective clothing and everything. So it's a little bit triggery in that regard. Um, But what ends up happening is this sort of chicken and an egg scenario. You have this virus. It's incredibly bad. It's deadly. There doesn't really seem to be a cure. It seems to be what a hundred percent fatal or close to it. It's, it's really deadly. Right. I'm not sure which like the percentage of the population that was knocked out by it. It but. seems significant um, because you've got this, you know, entire set swaths of the United States that have been reclaimed by nature and zebras and stuff. So, you know, it's it's pretty significant. But at the same time that you have this virus, people start giving birth to animal human hybrids, like little babies with dog noses and dog ears and deer horns and things like that. And the people alive don't know if the virus caused the hybrids or if the hybrids caused the virus. Mm -hmm. And thus, it essentially allows them to justify some pretty horrible things that they do to babies and children. And I will give the show credit. They don't really show this, at least not yet. There's one scene where they really, really heavily imply it. But there's not like scenes of children being murdered or mutilated or anything like that it's just they kind of just disappear they get sort of scooped up and you never see them again but it's it's kind of it's sad and it's heavy and it has the potential to be really really awful and heavy Mm -hmm. but the show actually does a really good job of trying to be i'm not necessarily lighthearted, but to have a lot of ups that go along with its downs or to, at the very least, talk a lot about family and the importance of not just the family you're born with, but the ones that you choose. And so it's got a lot of positivity to it that I don't think you would expect right off the bat. Right. And it, it's very charming, the whole thing, the, 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 the human hybrids, animal hybrids. They're adorable. Oh, they're, so cute. There's there and I I did read that it's puppets. It's not CGI. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I, so I, is it somebody else manipulating the ears? Like is that? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. So when when you see the animal human hybrids in the hospital, those are puppets. When you see Sweet Tooth, his ears are remote controlled, so he has no control. Someone's <laughs> sitting there. And moving his ears, which it's like, how can I get that job? I know. Um, right? And Bobby is pure puppet. 
I love Bobby. I do too. He's the cutest. Yeah, he's adorable. He's probably the least realistic, realistic oh. looking thing in the whole show, but it's cute because it, I, I don't care because he's adorable. He's the cutest. I will fight anyone who disagrees. <laughs> I will. The minute I saw Bobby, I was like, oh, who if are anything, you? If anything happens to Bobby, I'm yes. going to like rage quit this whole life. Like <laughs> He must be protected at all costs. I don't care. Yep. I actually had my husband look it up for me. I was like, babe, you need to look up if this little creature gets hurt or something, because if he does, I might be out right now. (laughs) And that's that's the whole thing that you worry about, because it is such an adorable show. Yeah. Set against a really horrible backdrop. Mm hmm. And your concern when you're watching this, because there's such a level of hatred and misunderstanding towards these human hybrids, human animal hybrids, is that there are people who hunt them. Mm-hmm. And we see um, these army of, quote, real men, which it's like, OK, if you have to call yourself was real it, men. I think it was last men. Was it last, last men? Okay. All right. Last men. I, but I was like, it, if it's real men, it's like, if you're real men, do you really have to say it? Um, yeah. I so, you know. know, you know that these pe- people hunt these creatures. So there's always that sort of trepidation that you have that something is going to happen to all of these cute little animal hybrids that we see, especially the little one with the pig nose. Oh, yeah. Pigtail. Yeah. So there's that fear because if you're watching it with like little kids they might think that this is a fun sort of fairy tale a fable and it's is but there's some scary elements to it that I don't know if I would want like a I don't know like 10 year old watching it because of, of the pandemic elements because the there's the underlying current of of violence yeah, I think that that when I look at it, the last men come across as to me almost like comical stereotypes, almost mm-hmm. hokey. You know, the the General Abbott character is like, I mean, he just looks ridiculous. But I think if you were a younger kid, that whole scenario would come across as kind of scary and and you know, that militarization aspect would be I think kind of frightening. But then the other thing that's really scary is the Indian couple who um they're not forced into experimenting on the children this is absolutely a choice that is made but it is a choice that is made after much build-up and character play in this Mm -hmm. show they really give you a lot about you know dr singh i believe it is and his wife and after a while you 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 understand why he makes the choice at the same time you just want to punch him Mm-hmm. Like, you, you you know, you're like, why are you doing this? I, I, I understand why you're doing it, but I hate you so much, you know? Right. Like, it's like, I'm not condoning this, all right? I felt really bad for you when, you know, all of what for what led you to this path. Right. right. But you're still making the choice to do this. And I'm still going to be very upset with you if you touch Bobby or Pigtail or Sweet Tooth, or any of the other colorful, cute little characters that I've been introduced to. I know, I know. It's 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 real cringy and horrifying. It's 
And I think what sort of got me on edge was the the whole thing that happened with the, you know, his dark materials. And they really went into the oh, kid they, torture. Oh, absolutely. And so now I'm like, oh, God, another kid torture show. I don't know if I can do this again. Um, You're like, when did this become something that we want to see? Right. No, no, stop it. <laughs> I know. It's like, no, no one wants to see any of this. There is there's like should be like a third rail for television shows. There is nothing entertaining about child torture. But even some of the adult or adult-ish characters, I get really nervous about. Like, I mean, Jeopard, Jep yes. went on a really wonderful sort of redemption arc in season one. Um, Amy um, at the zoo, at the preserve. Yes. I mean, she was amazing through the whole season. And then, of course, there's a character named Bear. So if anyone <laughs> touches Bear, I will I will burn something to the ground. I'm not really sure what yet, but it's going to be bad. Something. Yeah, something, something bad. So, I mean... It's it, there's a lot of like real lovable people and characters in this, and they you can tell that they've kind of gone out of their way to make it that way. And I just don't know if they're doing that because they want the show to be as uplifting as it seems to be, or if they're eventually just going to crush our fragile souls. <laughs> I know because they did an excellent they did an excellent job of like all here are the different strings that are that exist in the universe. Here's yep. here's Jep and here's Sweet Tooth and here's yep. Papa and you know here's here's how people are existing. Here's Dr. Singh. And now yep. we're going to bring all of these strings together and they better not cut this knot. They better not cut it. Except that the other major problem we have is that we don't know if this is renewed. So right. it could just be one of those shows that ends on a giant cliffhanger like Manifest, never to be heard from again. And we're sort of waiting on pins and needles here because normally they don't wait this long to say whether or not a show is renewed or not. I mean, sometimes they let it sit for a while, but I don't know. I'm, I think like Alin said earlier, we should just kind of say, we hate it. We don't like this show. We it's don't awful. Like it. It's, it's terrible. horrible. We don't care if you cancel it. And then maybe, maybe <laughs> it, yeah. Reverse psychology. Because I'm, I believe that Sweet Tooth came out a couple, like maybe a couple weeks after Shadow and Bone, and Shadow mm -hmm. and Bone has been renewed forever. It seems like. Right. And Jupiter Ascending, it got canceled probably two weeks after we talked about it. Right. The, it's like Shadow and Bone got renewed very quickly. Jupiter's legacy got canceled very quickly. And now here we are sitting on Sweet Tooth. Just we have no clue. And it, yeah, it came out June, June 4th. So that's a while. It's a while in Netflix. Considering and I know you said that it didn't sit at number one for as long as Shadow and Bone did. According to a Lynn calculations of looking mm -hmm. of looking at things, I know that there's someone who's probably counted how many days it, it existed, but I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes and it has a 98% fresh score. That's good. And it's eight, eight out of 10 on IMDb. That's good too. This is all, this is all very, very good. Mm -hmm. So you're just hoping. Yeah. That. Oh, this is some hesitant thumbs up. Yes, because it seems like every time we give something a thumbs up, it gets canceled. So we're going to give like a loopy moving sideways thumbs until we know what's happening. Like, and then if it happens, it's like it's sweet tooth little ears. It will go straight up. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it's really I went in not knowing much, knowing yeah. that it was based on graphic novels. Yeah, seeing, I didn't know anything about this yeah, one. The trailer looked good. Um I completely forgot that it was, you know, a Robert Downey Jr. production. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, but it it was just um I don't know. It, it's one of those shows where you feel like everyone is perfectly cast. Right. Yeah. And everything just was working on every level. So and don't cancel it. Don't cancel it. Because I didn't expect to binge it. I was like, oh, I'll watch an episode here. Or there. Nope. I, I think around episode four, I was like, let's see where this is going. And that ending is real cliffy. It mm-hmm. is a giant cliff. So... It's um, it would be, it would be even more disappointing. Probably, I don't know, more disappointing than Jupiter's Legacy, as much or I more think, disappointed. Yeah, we, I would say more disappointing because yeah. at least, I mean, we'd have to go and kind of see what's going on, um, what happens in the graphic novels, I guess. But from what I've read. This the show's already kind of diverged from what the yeah. graphic novels are. They change quite a bit, so I don't know that we would get the resolution we're looking for. Exactly. At least with Jupiter's Legacy, the the first season kind of followed what was going on in the mm-hmm. comic books. So mm-hmm. we could be like, oh, this would have happened. So it's like there's some sort of um, you know, conclusion to it, even though we're still very upset about it. Yeah. But sweet tooth. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, long story short, some hesitant thumbs up. It's very Mm -hmm. cute. It's a little triggery, but it's wonderful. And we really need Netflix to, like, not be a jerk. Yeah, stop being a jerk, Netflix. Seriously, what the heck? Is is my whatever $12 I give you a month not enough? Yeah, come on. Oh, don't don't taunt them on that. They might be like, it's not. I'm raising it again. I know. I don't even know what it is that I pay because they send you, like, we're going to raise it. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) what am i what am i gonna do right what are my other options hulu (laughs) oh gosh hulu has ads though yeah but you can pay for the non-ad variety but it's like double the price yeah so like with you i'm stubborn about certain things and i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm not paying i'm not paying double the price for no commercials i can sit through and watch the same commercials for an hour because that's what they do they try to break you down they show the same commercials over like, and over. It's like torture. <laughs> it is. It's the same two commercials in an endless loop. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fine, I'll play with my phone. Mm-mm, I'm not going to pay you, Hulu. Fair enough. All so, right. All speaking right. Speaking of paying people, let's talk about Disney. <laughs> Disney's just making that money. Oh, man, they own everything. It's but true. then there's Loki. Our little and, god uh, of mischief. Oh, man, this show is phenomenal. Okay, so we got to start by saying that, um, you know, we could have waited for the last episode of Loki to come out before we did this stream because it's coming out in like two days. Right. So we could have waited. We chose not to for a number of different reasons. One of them being if you wait until the last episode to come out, I can't be right about anything. So (laughs) (laughs) I I was just going to say because we already have like our next few shows planned. 
and we didn't want to wait for Loki, but okay. Right. That's what I meant. That's <laughs> yes. what I meant. That's what, that was what I was trying to say. It just came out wrong. Okay. But also I like to have <laughs> theories about these things. And I have duly noted your theory because we talked, um, you know, offline, I guess you could say. Can, and can you I have, throw some of them out there? Should I throw them all well, out you, there? You, I feel like you can because they exist. And for anyone that follows Loki and is looking for it on the various like Reddit and uh, BuzzFeed and all of those things, I mean, they're pretty much covering. It's a show you cannot skip mm-hmm. in that if you don't watch it in a, in the first day or two, then you're screwed because there's so many spoilers. Yeah, it's that come all out. over the internet. So, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like you can say it because these are theories that are out there. Okay, and I'm hoping at least I'm right about one of them because then I can play my Jamie was right music, which is yes, like our which, newest bit. Which took us like two hours to pick. It's like a it's like a five second jingle, but we all got very <laughs> invested. <laughs> Picking the Jamie's right music. Yes. So yes. I'm really excited because if I get all of these wrong, then I got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So Loki, what we're basically looking at here is the story of the TVA or the Time Variance Authority, which is basically this organization that is supposed to protect what's known as the sacred timeline or the one dimension that we are allowed to have where you basically are trying to prevent the multiverse. And um, don't think about it too hard. Don't think about it too hard. That's what I have. I've concluded. Because if, yeah, if you really stop and think about it, it doesn't make sense. Nope. None. (laughs) (laughs) Just sit back and enjoy Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. But you were saying, I just wanted to say like, yeah, because I tr- I stopped and tried to figure out and it was like my eyes glazed over. Yeah, because when you think about it, the time variance authority as an organization is kind of frustrating that it even that they even bring it into existence, you know, because there's so much time travel and quantum travel that has already happened in the Marvel universe. And then you're basically just writing all that off as, well, that was approved time travel. And you're like, Oh God, really? Like, <laughs> right. So, and even when they, even at the end of Endgame, when they go back, mm-hmm. not a lot of it makes sense. No. So, you know, so, okay. When yeah, you're so that, following a, the current, yeah, exactly. <laughs> The TVA is keeping the timeline from divulging into the multiverse, which we already know that's going to happen because there's a freaking Doctor Strange movie with the and word it, multiverse in it's the right, title. Exactly. So it's not really hiding the fact that yeah, there's that a they're multiverse. Gonna, they're going to fail. <laughs> and even if you watch the Spider-Man into the multiverse, uh-huh. where there are numerous Spider-Men and Spider-Pigs introduced. Yes. And we get a we get a variation of that in Loki with all the various Lokis, including a Loki Gator. Yes. Oh, I call them Crocoloki. Oh, Crocoloki. He's just an angry little guy. I love him. He's great. There's a kid Loki. Yep. There's an old man Loki. Old man Loki. Lady Loki. Although we yes. are not sure about her. She's she's part of the theories. Correct. Correct. So we're not sure about about Sylvie. Yeah, because she's not even named Loki. <laughs> right. We know she's from Asgard. We because, do. Because of the, the flashbacks. So let's talk about the theories. Okay, so okay. let's go from most likely to be right to least likely to be right. So um, most likely to be right is the theory that 
um, the TVA is actually being run by Kang the Conqueror. Uh, which this is the one that should or should not be proven in the last episode. You know, we're we're waiting to see who's actually behind the TVA because we know it's not the timekeepers. They totally Futurama'd that one. This is a reference. <laughs> Alin, I don't know if you're going to get this one. but I, I, I watched enough. I've gotten enough snippets. Do you of- remember Femputer from Futurama? No. Um, Femputer was a computer that ran the Amazonian planet. Oh, God, I'm way in the weeds. But... Um, we actually, you actually get to see what Femputer was, and it was not a giant computer. There was somebody inside the computer running it, basically. And uh, they totally did that with the Timekeepers, right? It was a very Wizard of Oz Femputer moment where you realize that the Timekeepers are just androids. And we don't know if Ravana knew that. She she says she didn't. Do we believe her? I don't know. I don't trust her. I at don't either. All. If you had asked me, like, on episode three, I would have been like, oh, yeah. But now, no, no. She's pruning people I love left and right. Seriously, here. Come on. So does she know what's really going on? We don't know. Is she really running the TVA? I don't think so. I think it's going to be Kang the Conqueror, and that's going to set up some stuff in the future. So theory number one, Kang the Conqueror is running the TVA. Why? I have no idea. No, and it, it's out there. Like, I, the minute I put in, like, K-A-N-G into the Google search bar, it's like King the Conqueror, Loki. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's out there. So that's probably the one that's most likely to be right. Second most likely to be right, and I only say this one because both of these are kind of way out there, but I actually found one person who agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> one human out that's there in the world. That's all you need. That's all right, you need. But, my thought was we 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 learn at some point that all of the people working at the TVA are variants and that the TVA has basically stolen their life from them and turned them into corporate slaves, uh, basically. But um, for me, Mobius, who is Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. his name is Mobius Mobius in the show. And that is such an obvious fake name to me. Like, <laughs> just like, come on. Now. My first thought was you name someone that name because you're trying to erase who they really are. So my theory was that Mobius was a a Howard Stark variant because he looks like Tony's dad in the flashbacks of some of the movies. Got that. It's the it's the mustache. It's the tiny it's the tiny mustache, which seeing Owen Wilson and other things, I bet it took him like a really long time to grow that mustache. (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe it's fake yeah it could it could be i don't think he's capable of growing any facial hair he's one of those guys <laughs> i think that just can't and that's fine i still love him but yeah, he's great just, in this he's great he he has he wasn't a bad character to begin with but he redeemed every potential negative quality you might have saw him with in the first four or five episodes and by now you're just want to hug him and if something happens to him we're all going to throw a collective fit well, did you did you read that Owen Wilson has not seen any of the Marvel movies and he made Tom Hiddleston explain all of the movies to him? Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine being a fly on the wall. During that <laughs> like he's like, I don't have enough time to go watch them. Just tell me what happened. Like your facial expression when somebody like imagine somebody seriously comes up to you and says, please explain the entire Marvel universe to me up until this point. Go like your first facial expression is going to be complete and utter despair. Like (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I I just imagine, and you know, obviously no one knows what was said, but I imagine Tom Hiddleston using props and a chair and like anything he can get his hands on. Someone's and, salad, perhaps. Yes, yes. Oh, someone the the salt is is Thor. No, the yeah. salt is the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I just want to eat my salad. Mm-hmm. But that's how I imagine it would be, just like that. Uh huh. Maybe that's what that scene is based off of. I would like to imagine so, because anytime the two of them are together on the show is when it, it it's at its best. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Except for this most recent Loki episode with all the Lokis. That yes. one was just a whole new level of Lokis. But it's a whole it's a whole level of, of, of weirdness that I'm not really sure where where it's going. Mm hmm. And how it's going to get there in one episode. Yeah. Um, Which leads me to another theory. Can I do a fourth theory? Oh, you can do as many theories as you want. Oh, man. Imagine you can play the music four times. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you're reminding me that there's another theory um, that this one, I mean, it was straight up said in the show. So I guess it's not it's not potentially not a theory, but. The older Loki in the last episode talked about how he evaded Thanos killing him by creating an illusion so realistic that Thanos broke the neck of the illusion, the knives clattered to the floor, and then that Loki went and hid in order to protect himself. And he was the only survivor of Thanos, basically, well, one of the only survivors of Thanos, like basically taking over the Asgardian ship there. Um, and, uh, if that's the case, then it is in theory possible for our current timeline Loki to also be alive if he did the same thing. So, um, there is a kind of theory that maybe this show is setting up the fact that our actual Loki is still alive and hiding out on a planet somewhere, um, because he tricked Thanos. So that is a possibility of where this show is going is to bring the other Loki back. I could see I could see that. That leads me to my fourth theory, which is the least likely to be true because I've literally saw that this is this is all me and my weird brain and I've not found anyone on the internet who agrees with me. But <laughs> that would make it all the better if I were right. So, um the last theory was that I was kind of confused watching Sylvie's backstory because like you said, we know she's from Asgard, right? Right. But nobody has given her any reason why she was pruned as a child like pruned clipped i don't know what you call it taken i think it's, it's pruned or I, I guess attempted well they know they they tried to prune they her. tried to like an attempted pruning because they did take her but they right. didn't prune her so a kidnapping and attempted pruning yes so <laughs> nobody nobody's been able to say why they did that i mean she was a kid you know and and that scene actually looked pretty traumatic you know when you watch it it was pretty sad yeah And um, my first thought was there had to have been a reason on the quote unquote sacred timeline to remove a child from her timeline. So my only thought was this. What if Sylvie was one of Odin's actual daughters, um, Thor's sister? Uh, It's not out of. Yeah, it's not out of the the realm of possibilities, because who knew about Hela until she showed up in Ragnarok? Exactly. So my thought was that she was she was kidnapped out of the out of our timeline, out of the actual sacred timeline in order to prompt Odin to adopt our Loki from the Frost Giants later. 
and that if this female Loki had not been taken or kidnapped, Odin wouldn't have adopted the frost giant baby later on, and that needed to happen. So it was, you know, an effort to change the timeline in our favor, but that Sylvie kind of became collateral damage for it. Mm. So that's my last theory, least likely to be true, because literally <laughs> no one agrees with me, as far as I can tell, but... Well, what if you're right, and, you're, and you yeah. can just replay this? You're mm. like, I said it. You Here can it send is. it... You can send it to the writers of Loki and be like, give me a job. I said it a week before. Well, actually two days. I July said it. 12th. It is currently yes. July 12th, 2021 at 3.57 p.m. West so, Coast time. So, yeah, you could say that. Like, I said this, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige. Or I, forget, I don't know how you pronounce it. Feige? Feige? Mm-hmm. Hire mm-hmm. me. Hire me. That's right. So. Pay me. <laughs> you're like you can start me at like whatever the minimum is you know it's definitely double me. what i'm making right now it, it, it possibly triple yep. like yep so yep. it's not it's not bad i just think of like major league baseball the minimum is like six hundred thousand dollars sure yeah i'll hit if some someone, for that Let's i was it. gonna say if someone gives you six hundred thousand dollars to to write you're not gonna turn it away i will not i'll figure that out <laughs> figure that out <laughs> So that being said, you're enjoying Loki so far. Are you ready for the last one? I'm ready for the last one. I'm, I I don't think we're going to get a whole lot of closure. No. I, I also wouldn't bank on any big cameos either. Um, You know, this is maybe another theory, I guess, or just me suspecting that you're not going to see Doctor Strange. You're not going to see Wanda. I don't think any of that will happen um, mostly because of the pandemic. It makes it really hard when they were filming right. these to have brought in those big name actors just to do some kind of post credit scene. But we got Lady Sif. Lady Sif showed up. That is true. And I hope she's back for good because I love her and I wish she had never left in the first place to do that stupid tattoo show. Yeah. What's that called? I don't eat blind not no, not blind spot. I can picture no, I think that was it. Was that was it? a blind spot? I think you're right. I'm going to I'm looking it up. But no, I I think that was a show that got canceled. That's the problem with network TV is they will cancel you the minute you go below a certain you know viewership number that they have in mind. Right. Oh, it is blind spot. Yeah, you were right. Look at Oh, there was 100 episodes of it. What? Okay. Well, maybe she made some decent money doing that, but still. Oh, cuz I mean they hit 100, so that means it can go into Syndication. You know, syndication. Mm-hmm. So she's making that money. Okay. But yeah. Five, okay. five seasons. Oh, 23 episodes a season. Get out of here, NBC. They really wrap it up? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I haven't read anything about, you know, when there's lists about television shows that were disappointing when they wrap things up. It I hasn't, hasn't appeared. It hasn't appeared on the list. There have been, you know, the usual suspects. Dexter. Dexter. Oh, I am so upset with Dexter that I'm not even sure I want to watch the movie unless it gets like a decent review. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you there. Nobody would. We're oh, all, we all got your back. It was so horrible. Yeah. Ugh. Well, all right. Let's talk about something that's going to make you feel bad. Because I feel bad about Dexter. <laughs> that was such a good segue. Come to my level. Yes, I shall. So, Loki. Uh, for right now, two probably fairly enthusiastic thumbs up. We'll see what they do with the ending. Uh, this is one of those shows that might hinge upon the ending, right? Yes. 
I, th- so I we'll think see. so. I think so. We'll have to bring it back up. We can do it as a little three later. Yeah, we can do it as a little three. All right. So um, as I move down to a Lynn's feel bad level. That's like sad level of sadness. Come down here. Yeah, Come very on. sad. All right. I'm coming. So um, as you guys know, I play a lot of games on Game Pass. We've got a few more coming out that I'm definitely going to review. Every once in a while, they drop something on there that seems like it's going to be really cool. Like, you know, day one releases, and, which is neat because uh, day one releases tend to be 40 50 and $60. And I just pay 10 bucks a month for Game Pass. So I can, you know, play a day one release and it's like the same i'd have to pay for game pass for six months to make up for that one game alone you know what i mean so yeah it's a really good deal um one thing that my husband and i really enjoy is co-op games especially the kind where you get to play together and it's very actiony and you're killing the monsters and getting the loots and um shooting swords doesn't matter we like that kind of couch co-op-y experience big fans of like the borderlands series and stuff like that Dark Alliance was an older video game that I want to say was out for the PlayStation 2. There was a series of these kinds of games that came out under the Dark Alliance name. And um, we used to love them. They were great. And very fun, you know, fantasy kind of characters going out and, you know, doing the stabby stabby thing and getting all the loots and good times. Very stress relieving. (laughs) Lots of fun. So new version of um, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance comes out. It's a PC release. It came directly to Game Pass day one. So my husband and I got to try it and it sucks. And I don't really know. How. <laughs> not even trying to sugarcoat it. Like you're just like, it sucks. That is not what I do here. That is not what we, is not what we are about. If you came here to be coddled, go somewhere else. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, and I think part of the problem here is, first of all, they had a lot to work with. You know, they have a series of older games that are very good and very well received. So you're you're starting with a good reputation. Second, you've got a lot of characters that are in this game that are also very well loved and very well received. Um, for example, uh, the four main characters that are in this game are R.A. Salvatore's, like, some of his most famous characters, including Drizzt, the dark elf. I think he's called a drow, actually. But, oh. um, you know, he's a really well-known character, R.A. Salvatore, fairly well-known author. Alina yes. and I have both met him. <laughs> yes, he's a he's a big deal. He's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, he's he, and he was really nice. He's a super nice guy from when I met him. I met him back when we were in high school, and he did career day at our high school, which was super cool. Um, I just I just remember Mike Barnacle being our uh, gold F speaker oh, before yeah. the plagiarism scandal. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I don't. But you've got four really well-established characters from the Dungeons and Dragons novels in here. You've got Drizzt the Elf. You've got um, Wolfgar, um, who's kind of like this barbarian kind of character. And then you have a dwarf named Brunor, and he has a daughter named Catabri, and they're w- both well-known from the book series as well. So you've got really well-established game, well-established mechanics, well-established characters. Everything about this is really well-loved, and they just drop the ball in every way imaginable. Um, first of Ooh. all, it it doesn't... Like, the main thing is it just does not play well. It's... It's it's not snappy. It's very slow. It's cumbersome. 
you just, everything that you do feels like you're moving through syrup. It's like the best way I can explain it. Like you want the combat to be like snappy and quick and energetic and vibrant. And instead you're pressing the button six times and she'll maybe move once, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not snappy. <laughs> um, the other like thing you're walking through molasses. It really, really is. Um, the second thing that we noticed right away is that, um, the way that they've set the game up is they've they've done this system that's similar to um, other other games. This this is not like a new thing. This exists, but they've set this this system up where you have you have a hub. You start in the hub, and then from the hub, there's a store you can buy and sell. You can equip. You can do your skills, and then you pick a mission. You get into the light, and then you transport to where you're going to go. Right? It's kind of a thing. However, the problem is they've made it so that when you go out on a mission, everything that you do or that you get or that you receive goes back to the hub. So let's say I'm out on a mission and I kill a boss and it says that it dropped like this really epic bow. And I'm like, woo, epic bow. Let's wear that right now. I can't because it went to the hub. So I have to literally finish the mission with whatever horrible bow I already had from starting and go back to the hub. And then I can get everything that I that dropped. Now, this this may be a design thing that works really well from them, but like when it comes to just like having fun playing a video game, I don't want you to like dangle the cookie in front of me and then throw the cookie across the room and say you can go get it later. Like just give me the cookie. You know? Like I just <laughs> I wanna have fun. So this is a game, not like a patience experiment. So it's just, you know, real it's real frustrating. Plus there might be things where like Let's say like a, a an okay bow drops and I'm like, oh, that's better than what I'm wearing. I would like to be able to put that on, but then I can't because it's at the hub. But then later on, a better bow drops. Well, now the first bow is not useful anymore. I could have used it for the last 20 minutes or so until a new oh. bow. You know what I mean? But now it's not going to be useful at all because when I go back to the hub, I'm going to look at medium bow and go, eh, whatever. And then I'm going to look at good bow and I'm going to wear that one instead. So I don't know, Alin. It just they made a lot of choices here to which seemed to me to like make the game less fun and easier to design. But that's that's that's, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> so now I know it's a $40 game and you can get it on Game Pass and you don't have to pay any extra. So there's a fair amount that I will put up with because I'm getting that on Game Pass, but I have to like, you know, be enjoying myself first and foremost. And it just really, and, and not to mention like the enemies, their like AI that they have was real bad. Like you could just shoot them in the head from a distance and they'd be like, what is this? What's happening? I don't know. We should probably <laughs> just sit down. Like, I mean, they, they don't really get it or they'll just like run in weird circles. I don't know. It just seemed like they were all on some kind of horrible hallucinogenic drug and thus either came at you with the fire and the fury of a thousand suns or couldn't recognize where the ground was. Like there was no in between and <laughs> it was all over the place. So now it was we, not, we've, we've talked about it before you, there are patches being deployed right on the, to, to try to help the game. So, okay. As a, I know we've talked about this, but as an update to this, there are indeed patches that, that have come out. Now I did a little bit more looking into these patches since the game's release, which was, I think, the 30th of June. Okay. Um, there have been two patches only. 
Okay, so it's about once a week. Yeah, and they're not very big, and there hasn't been one since, I think, the 7th or the 6th. So, yes, there are patches. Let's give them that. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) It's like begrudgingly, you're like, (sighs) I suppose. We'll give them the patches. There's been two since release. So I'm know. saying like in six months, would maybe. you try? Maybe. I'm not trying it, but somebody okay. else. <laughs> like someone else can. <laughs> I love that. You're like, no, no, no. It's like you you broke my heart at the beginning. It's it's irreparable now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going. I'm back. moving on. I am. You should move on too. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I guess if you're going to try Dark Alliance, maybe wait six months, as Alin suggests, and then you can just come to our Facebook and you can let me know if it's any better. <laughs> or not, like Jamie says, or not, just don't no. do it. You know, do it or good. don't. Yeah, Both whatever fine. you want. Excellent options all around. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're going to put this one on a table and we will wait for uh, the next big release, which is called The Ascent. I think it comes out the 27th of July. And we'll see if uh, The Ascent does any better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has to. This is like I, this a is low first, bar. People. That's what I was going to say. This is the first time like normally you're like, well, it had this good or that good. It's like, no, 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 nothing good about it. Nope. No, I guess the character models look kind of cool. Some of the armor look kind of neat. The tight pants were very tight. But other than that, you know. Yeah, you're like, that's it. That's all I got for you. Yep. So now that we are both sad, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about what's changing for our pod. Yes. So um, we decided that after episode 10, which was our very special episode, that we would change things up going into a new cycle, if you will. Um, so instead of doing our three things to look forward to, we've changed our third segment to three things that stand out for us since our last pod. And this is going to allow us to talk about a lot of different things, even things that are sort of uh, sort of on the fringe of entertainment, you know, like not necessarily true kind of movies, TV, games, books, that kind of stuff. But in this case, for example, commercials. So um, to 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 change up our pod a little bit moving forward, we will now end with the three things that stood out for us since our last podcast. And Alin, oh, and one more thing. These could be good or bad. It's right, just, I was going to say. Yeah, it's just things that stood out. So um, Alin's going to start us off by staying sad. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay sad. Um, yeah. You know, I was talking about Hulu and how they show the same commercials over and over again. And, you know, I would say probably about two months ago, I was seeing a commercial for the uh, Tide Stick, which, you know, I love to use. It's a great product. Um, hey, Tide, are you listening? Send us yeah, some Yeah, Tide, sticks. love it. We will plug them in every episode forever. Just send us some free sticks, okay? There are like three of them in my desk at my office that I cannot go to, but... <laughs> <laughs> but See, they Alin are... really needs the free sticks. <laughs> I need sticks. I'm like a child when I eat. I don't understand it. It's very embarrassing. I don't know how to improve it. Therefore, I have, the, I have the Tide sticks. But... um. They would show the commercials for it with Britney Spears's "Oops, I Did It Again," and sad because of what's going on with her. Well, it's it's sad on so many levels. So it's sad because now we know that she had 
absolutely no say into whether her music was going to be used for this product. She has absolutely no say in what she does with her body, with her life, anything. So that just maximizes the the sadness of it. But knowing she was under a guardian, a, a conservatorship, I was like, oh, her, you know, her management team's just trying to make some money off of this because she's not doing the, you know, the Vegas residency anymore. So I, I kind of wrote that off. And then there was an ice cream commercial featuring Whoop. There it is. Um, and they replaced it with Scoop. There it is. And that was enjoyable. I got it got stuck in my head because, like I said, Hulu shows the same commercials over and over again. But this, what's is, re- this is not a good trope. We're we're going in a bad direction here. No, no. So I'm like, okay. Then. It's another commercial. You, I was gonna say, you notice like the only thing I remember was Tide. I don't remember the particular brands because this is the amount of attention I give to a commercial. But there's a washing machine company using ODB's Dirty to sell washing machines, and it frustrates me to no end because ODB was a member of the Wu Tang Clan, which is like a hardcore rap group. Mm-hmm. featuring Method Man, Red Man. I mean, these, they would rap about social issues and their raps were so explicit that you could not hear anything on the radio. Every other word was blurred. So I'm just, I'm very upset because I remember that song being popular when I was in high school. I remember listening to it on Jammin' 94.5, which doesn't exist anymore, Jamie. It's oh, not, wow. That's shocking. It, it's it's gone. I think it's Kiss like a, has taken over the world, I think. Yeah, they're still out there uh-huh. uh, doing that. But there's, you know, there's no local R&B station. Or if there is, I don't really listen to the radio anymore. That's mm-hmm. probably why it doesn't exist. And so ODB has passed away, right? He, he's he's gone. So his his estate must be trying to make money. But there's another one recently. It's not a commercial, but it is a public service announcement. Um, Jamie, do you remember the juvenile song, Back That Thing Up? Mm, yeah, vaguely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know who did it, but there he redid the song. So it's a PSA. And it's called Back That Vax Up. Oh, it's my God. Are we yes. kidding right now? No, I wish I was. But you can, for people, you can Google it. And he's replaced the lyrics about why people should get vaccinated. And all the good that will come if you get vaccinated. Um, and all the, quote, unquote, benefits you will receive should you be vaccinated. This is uh, like that stupid, this is your brain on drugs thing that, that we had to deal with when we were kids. Exactly. And it's it's just so sad that, yeah. you know, our, the songs that were popular when we are younger are now being used in commercials. And it's very, very upsetting to me. Yeah, um, not to mention the fact that a lot of these are probably being done not with the permission of the original artist. You exactly. Know, except, except Juvenile, who's just seemed to embrace it. Yeah, and. Yeah, and tag team, tag team was in the uh, video for the ice cream, uh, but okay. they were they were a one hit wonder. So they just need the money. They just need the money. I think they also did like a Pringles commercial or a Lay's commercial a while ago. Okay. So it's like they, they're okay doing it. They're they're endorsing it. I'm sure they've got all the ice cream that they've ever wanted. But yeah, yeah there's just something about you know things that you thought were kind of edgy and cool. 
being used yeah. to to shill uncool products like washing machines. Yeah, yeah, it's just frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. So. All right. That's, well, let's. That's, uh, that's mine. That's my choice for this yeah, week. Let's pick it up a little. We'll pick it all up right. a little, and then we'll pick it up even more. Okay. And ending more positive here. <laughs> all right. All right. So, um, two things stood out to me for this week. Uh, one of them is kind of all me, and I know you're gonna join me on the last one. So. Um, one thing I've have been getting into recently is watching Twitch streams, which is something I swore I would never do. But then I realized that a lot of people on Twitch play games that I could never play. Um, games that require the amount of dexterity that somebody, you know, probably verging on arthritis doesn't have anymore. So who <laughs> has to stretch their hands when they use a pen? Exactly. Used to it. You know, I like, I like stretch my fingers in the morning and they crack 65 times and I'm mm-hmm. thinking, hmm, that might be a problem. So um, yeah, I'm not playing Dark Souls. I'm not playing Bloodborne. I'm not playing a Sekiro. None of these games are for me. However, they look lovely and they have neat little stories to them and, you know, lovely samurai, you know, mystique and all these different wonderful things. And so I've gotten into watching other people play these games on Twitch and it's great for those nights when I literally am so tired I can't even lift a controller or like... <laughs> The thought of going and watching TV seems like a long way into the other room, you know? Mm-hmm. Then no, it's like, you know that. what? What's on Twitch right now? I'll just watch <laughs> some TV in here. And so I just want to uh, do a quick shout out to my 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 lovely people on Twitch. Um, hashtag Team Kayla. Love Kayla. Girl Gamers for the win. And then also um, my man Hatter, I, which I assume is a Mad Hatter reference. but um, I would, Yeah, I would think so. Both really nice people always say hi to me when they see me on Twitch. Of course, they know me as my Twitch name, which I bet you you could guess at least half of it. Um, but <laughs> it has the word bear in it somewhere. But um, but yeah, they're they're just nice people. They're just trying to make a little extra money. Kayla's a teacher. Um, and have fun and just do internet things. And I never thought I would get into Twitch streaming uh, or watching Twitch streams, but they make me kind of want to try it at some point um, because they just, it's just like a nice little community that some of these, um, you know, streamers have. And they just seem like very nice people. So hi, Kayla and hi, Hatter. And uh, yeah, Twitch streams. I was like, you're way cooler than I because I don't even know what Twitch streams are. <laughs> so... Yeah, you're just basically watching someone else play video games, um, and they just stream it on, uh, live on the internet, and you can chat with them while they're doing it. Huh. Yeah. You you would probably get a kick out of watching somebody play Breath of the Wild, you know? I know, because I'd be like, oh, that's how you do it. Exactly. Okay. Oh, exactly. okay, so I shouldn't just wander around and hit things with my sword. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> there's a method there's a, to this. <laughs> there's a strategy to this game. So last but not least, Alin, how do you feel about Pokemon Go? I am loving Pokemon Go just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> when I asked you that question, your answer should have been Bidoof. Oh! <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. okay, do it again, do it again. Okay, okay, okay here we go. Okay, ready. Alin, how are you feeling these days about Pokemon Go? Bidoof. That's right, Bidoof. <laughs> <laughs> So Pokemon Go like rickrolled everyone literally with a Bidoof song. And I don't know why, but I was singing it for like two weeks straight in the house and probably driving my husband to drink. But um, we posted it. You posted it right on the. I I did post it and I put you're welcome. 
That's right. It's yep. up there. <laughs> Everyone should be Bidoof Rickrolled because it is wonderful. And I think Pokemon Go should do more events like this. I want I want the Snorlax event. Alin, what event do you want? Ooh. I'm kind of a... <laughs> I kind of love Jigglypuff. <laughs> so... Can they do like a get your jiggy with it thing? Oh, uh, get jiggy with it. Yeah, can they do that for Jigglypuff? That would be I'm... a good one. Oh, that would be great. Oh, Pokemon. Come on. Nintendo listens to us, right? Why wouldn't Absolutely. they? Absolutely. Why would you? <laughs> Maybe they're upset with our review of the Pokemon game. Um. <laughs> yeah, they probably are. They're like, screw these ladies. We're never listening again. Two weeks later, we're like, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, they're complaining about the expense of our game, but they're drinking like five to ten dollar kombuchas and they don't complain about paying for those. <laughs> like, Hey, I complain about paying for everything. <laughs> I know. I feel. I you know. I feel like something should be free. I, I agree, especially healthcare. But that's a story for that's, another time. That healthcare. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say internet access oh, God, as well. Please. please, that would be wonderful. That would you be know. so wonderful. So, uh, well, Pokemon Go celebrated Bidoof. Uh, they did a whole Bidoof um thing, and as part of the quest line, you could get a Bidoof hat. Did you get the hat? <gasps> no, I didn't get the hat. Oh, you get the hat. The quest is still there. You can still do okay. it. Okay, I have to log back in. Oh, you gotta get the Bidoof hat, Alin. It just, it, it almost looks like Bidoof is like passed out on your head. Oh, like he just, <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. He's just such a dopey character. It's just oh, like. I know. Mm-hmm. He's the type of character that you don't want to use in battles. You just want to have six of them hanging around the house. Right. Uh, it's almost as though like you want Bidoof to just be hanging out with you. Yeah. But you don't want to use him for anything because he's just kind of like uh, a little. Like yeah, a he's a sanctuary, you know, where there's like a bunch of them just in herds. Yeah, because he's just kind of derpy. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to get uh, Alin back into Pokemon Go. And yeah. I think that will wrap it up for us today. Uh, you have any final thoughts, Alin? Do you want me to sing the uh, the whoop there it is to the. But the ice cream. Oh man, hold on. Let me let me let me do this, and then you can go for it. Okay. okay. So as always, please like, follow, and subscribe. Uh, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can search for Three Speech and look for the bears. We have a very a, a semi very special episode coming up next yes. time because we're gonna do three solid movies. Uh, one of them, you can probably guess what it is. Uh, kind of big we, right now we, we mentioned it a lot we um, wanted to give everyone a week to see it and then that's it you don't get any more time <laughs> yeah sorry about that like we feel like a week is enough there's already the minute i finished watching it i looked up everything on the internet that i could read about it so yeah, yeah it's, it's out there all of yes yeah, you get a week mm-hmm. that's what you got people all right so um we're gonna end this stream with a lynn uh uh, harmonize it's a, it's a it's a rap you know? okay alin's gonna rap. rap even better okay. even better all right. all right ready when you are take all us right. out here we go french vanilla rocky road chocolate peanut butter cookie dough scoop there it is scoop there it is thanks everybody